Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live of the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We had a wildly fun NXT last night, which we're going to get to in a second. But first, Larson, you got a little bit of news for us. What's in said news? So let's go back to yesterday. Let's rewind to yesterday. Like when I rewound this Forrest Gump VHS when I, before I popped out of the VCR, be kind. Rewind. Uh, so yesterday, Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men podcast tweeted the following, quote, hearing about a lot of exciting stuff on the WB side of pro wrestling. Too early to post anything, but honestly, I'm very hopeful we will see a quality turnaround by the end of the year. I hate being vague, as you generally don't post things like this, but I'm very hopeful right now. So yes, light on specifics, high on optimism there from Andrew Zarian. WrestlingNews.co followed up with their sources who told the site that, quote, Vince McMahon is definitely aware that the product is stale and the feeling among people and management has been that the good stuff in regards to creative is being saved for live crowds. So I, assuming there is a, some measure of accuracy to WrestlingNews.co's report here and their sources. Let's make that assumption first and foremost. Okay. Um, for the sake of discussion here, the uh, sake of speculation. Um, like I could see why they want to save some, they want to have some stuff in their back pocket when they go back on the road because, Hey, fans, you waited out a year plus to get shows back in front of you. Here's some good stuff at the same time, especially on the raw side and week in and week out is just by and large, just absolute crap. Just drivel. How many fans are really going to show up to these live events after sitting, uh, you know, uh, putting up, with about a year worth of crap creative, or some people just might have stopped watching. Like I think, I think to a certain degree, you're shooting yourself in the foot by not giving fans something of interest before going back on the road because you're not generating a lot of excitement uh, for that return. You're just relying on people. The fact that people will be excited to go to live events. You know, uh, Melser tweeted out about how ticket sales for all these 25 WWE shows, by and large, are not great. Um, so, you know, if, if you're not raising, uh, levels of excitement for your fan base, you're not motivating them to spend money on your product. And if you just say, well, let's wait till fans come back and then we'll do good stuff. <laughs> mm, give us some good stuff now yeah. and then keep a little bit in your back pocket. Otherwise, what's the motivation for me to spend money on your company when you're not giving me what I want? Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying. 
but I could see it from, you know, Vince McMahon, he's been doing this for a very long time and he's seen how quickly things can change, how quickly if you give the, I, I mean, dude, look, I, you want me to, to, to justify why they would, uh, why they would intentionally put on underwhelming product. I can't, uh, that being said, if he's, if he's thinking to himself, well, I'd rather save a Becky Lynch return for fans. I'd rather save, uh, you know, some big storyline angles for fans because he understands that especially, I mean, if there's one thing that he might understand in today's uh, landscape of entertainment, uh, it's that fortunes can change quickly. If Raw's creative, if Raw puts together three killer must-see shows uh, uh, back-to-back, it's going to have good buzz. Like people's yeah. people's memories are really short, you know. It's, I know, it but, just takes but, some. It just takes, you know, some good social media buzz. It's like, holy crap! Look at this! Look at this cool thing that's happened! Look at this buzzy thing that's happening! I kind of and I your fortunes feel like can this change. Kind of attitude takes your takes your audience, what's left of it, for granted. You know, it's like, well, they'll stick around and they'll show up, and then maybe we'll, you know, by the time we we have shows in front of fans, we'll give them something good then. But you know, for the for those of us who, whether because we want to or we need to, because it's our job have sat through some some fallow creative periods um you know like give us a little bit of something well let me give look a little bit I, I know you say that raw has been dribble but if you watch our reviews from the past two weeks you know there are bright spots to it there's some good stuff there it's you know by and large it's three hours that aren't terribly compelling but there's bright spots in there it's not all terrible um but uh you know the rk bro stuff is fun right now um uh, MVP talking to Kofi Kingston for about five minutes is uh, is pretty cool, and that's pretty much it. But that's virtually it. <laughs> but there's a couple of good things. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I see your point, but at the same time, if I'm a promoter and I've got Becky Lynch in my back pocket, no, I mean like the returns like Becky and Johnson. I understand want to do that for the crowds because the reaction to the the return is a major part of the whole deal. You know, it feels and like I'm right kind of not necessarily talking about returns like that. I'm talking about actually maybe they have. On the back burner, man, they got some great like Shakespearean stories they're waiting to put out there. Man, get out of here with that. They don't have Let no Shakespearean stories. Let me finish. Like maybe they got. Gosh, man, it's like it's 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 like Peabody Award winning stuff. They got this sitting on. They're gonna win, win Emmys for the shit. We have sixteen WWE Raw scripts written by Aaron Sorkin and exactly. Werner Herzog like in their that. collaboration, something like that. And it's but we're brilliant. not gonna do it until we get back down the road. You know, I just feel like from a creative standpoint. You can use the pieces you have now and tell compelling stories. Um, and I don't think you need to go back on the road to do that. Yeah. I think compelling because, because you know, that for a TV audience, yeah, like the experience is better with a crowd there. At the same time, if you're telling compelling stories, I can look past the fact there's no crowds there. I can personally. But if the stories aren't compelling, well, guess what? It's, it's, it's going to make for a lackluster TV. I, I kind of, I, I, I don't know what they have in mind. I find it difficult to believe that they're telling uh, bad stories now because they have good stories to tell later on. I just don't think they're going to have good stories to tell. This is all just a bunch of like it's all it's going to be a bunch of fluff, dude. That's what it is. It's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a bunch of stuff to try to pop rating short term. There's no longer planning, of course. But at the same time, I also kind of understand that right now, especially on the raw side of things, you know, I feel like they're sort of resetting the women's division by getting the title back on Charlotte, probably at Hell in a Cell. Uh, They're going to be done with the Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre thing. Uh, yeah. you know, at hell in a cell. And then after that, we're pretty close to fans. So maybe it's just a matter of, hey, we're wrapping stuff up right now. We don't really want to start any big new things, even though, I mean, look, I, I imagine they probably feel like Eva Marie's return is a big new thing. And they did that in Thunderdome. Um, so I feel like they are probably giving us a little bit of what they have and they're saving Maybe some debuts, some call-ups, some big returns. You know, if you're going to do stuff like that, call-ups and returns, you're going to want a crowd for it. At the end of the day, you're Obviously. right, though. Three months down the line, six months down the line, if your stories continue not to be compelling, it's all going to be for nothing. Like, call-ups, the, the honeymoon on a call-up these days is literally a week. Um, and yeah. sometimes not even that if you botch the actual debut. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see. It's probably, I think, I feel, I do, I have, I have had the thought, though, that Vince... You know, just looking at Raw, it's like, okay, he's spinning wheels because he's just waiting for fans. You know, that that, that seems kind of obvious lately. But uh, but we'll see. Maybe, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe they have some some cool long-term stories that they want to kick off once uh, fans are back. Uh, 
and it'll be cool. I'm not optimistic, but hey, I'll 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 stay tuned because guess what? We totally have get to. paid to do that. Yeah, kind of have to. Yeah. Even if we didn't have to watch NXT, you probably still would, especially with Samoa Joe coming back. All the rumors, all the reports rumors. were true. Yeah, dude. Samoa Joe is back in NXT as William Regal's enforcer. Um, I thought the opening segment was great. I thought the uh, the expression on on Karrion Cross's face, he just about crapped his pants when Samoa Joe's music hits. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I, Cross did a hell of a job selling the magnitude of Joe's arrival in NXT. Yeah, he did. He really did. He did. He did. He, he just needs, about filled up his pants. Hey, he needs to. And it was great. He needs to start going to business for himself, man. You can't have all these people disrespecting you so much, Cross. If you're gonna be a champion, I feel like they're just crapping on this guy. It's hilarious. Um, well, it's time for him to step up, then, ain't it? I, I know, right? Come on, man. Let's see what you got, Cross. Uh, no more stumbling around. Uh, yeah, I, dude. I, I thought last night's episode. Last night's episode of NXT really felt more like I don't know. An NXT after WrestleMania or something like it. I thought it was pretty stellar. And, you know, there was a couple things teased next week. We're getting Diamond Mine. There's this battery thing, which is totally Tegan Knox. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. The, oh, why do you think it's Tegan Knox? Is she close to being cleared? Because she blew out her knee, remember? If you look at the if you look at the battery, it looks like it's going to spell N-O-X. Like, it looks like the beginning parts uh, of an N. And it's big enough for like a NOX. That's just my, that's pure speculation, but I kind of feel like that's going to be the thing. She's probably, she's probably cleared at this point. Um, so, uh, but no, Joe's a right man. I, I, you know, I, I watched this one live um, just because I wanted to see Joe's arrival. Cause it seemed pretty obvious that it was going to happen. And uh, it exceeded expectations. God dang it. Joe is so good. And oh, I, I was laughing and cheering out loud when he choked out Adam Cole. Um, I thought it was a wonderful, wonderful return for Samoa Joe. I'm happy it's an NXT. There, he, he, there's history there. Um, hopefully, as a fan of Samoa Joe's, uh, you know, there is a uh, uh, maybe there's a hope that he could be cleared at some point in the future. If he's not, that's fine. You know, I, I, I you know, you obviously want to put his health first, mm-hmm. but if it's possible, if it is a goal of his to get cleared, all sorts of great matchups there in NXT, obviously like him versus cross would be something that I think everybody would like to see down the line. Um, but even if he doesn't, even if he's the enforcer for like a year or whatever, uh, this could be tons, tons of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that this first episode of that was, was pretty stellar. Um, yeah, it just had NXT just had like a vibe to it last night. It had like an extra pep in its step, even down to that main event, the tornado tag match. Um, we had, we had Ted DiBiase at 67 years old, take a bump like a champ. Yeah. He, I watched that twice. He went down. I was impressed at 67 years old. Like I had read that he had been doing some physical stuff like uh, sort of doing the circuit. Uh, but I thought that was mainly just him putting people in the million dollar dream in the, oh, yeah, in the yeah. hold. But I didn't know he was out there taking bumps. Yeah, that was know, maybe, rad. Maybe he's not. And it was just, you know, deemed it necessary for this particular story beat. That kind of was, be, but it was great. It was awesome. Um, I thought LA Knight was terrific. Uh, yeah, I thought there was a lot to like about last night's mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. last night's show. And really, we didn't even have like everybody uh, on deck. Like there was no hit row last night. Um, we had a debut of Trey Baxter, aka Christian, Christian yep. late Christian, um, and that was a, a wildly fun match. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and then we got a couple announcements for Great American Bash. So yeah, I thought NXT was really good last night. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. 
or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It was a fun show. Yeah. Uh, kicked off with William Regal walking down the rings, talking about how he's with NXT from the beginning, started out doing commentary, got to call the first takeover. That's when he first starts getting really emotional, crying stuff. Talks about uh, watching NXT transform, traveling around the world, having all these special moments like going to NXT event Blackpool and getting to watch the show with his nieces. Um, says he spent basically every moment, all his free time away from his family, thinking about how to make NXT better. How he, he wanted to, he and H, as he said, wanted to uh, how he wanted to be for every competitor, and every announcer, most of all for every fan uh, who took them around the country. He finally decided that with all the chaos that uh, that's going on, he's given all that he can, and because of all the fans, wrestlers, and staff, he doesn't think he's capable of giving us what we deserve anymore. He thinks it's time for him to, and then he's interrupted by Karrion Cross and Scarlet. Mm-hmm. They walk into the ring. Yeah, so they come down to the ring, and uh, you know he's got a big shit eating grin on his face, and he uh, he says uh, he says, you know, me and Scarlet both knew this day would come. You're truly pathetic. One week ago, I told you you lost control of this roster, and you knew it was true. I saw it in your eyes, and at Takeover, when I punched a hole through the Mount Rushmore of NXT. You knew I could control this place through chaos and violence, and I want you to say it. I want you to say you're leaving, to walk up that aisle and never come back. Say that Cross was right. Say Cross conquers all. He says, we ain't got all night. TikTok. Cross shits his pants. Yep. Joe comes down. He says, Mr. Regal, I believe you wanted to speak with me. And Regal says, I did, Joe, but not in these circumstances. I was hoping for later, but you're here now. Because of my love for NXT, I think everybody deserves a GM that can hold a position with integrity that it deserves. I would like you to be the new GM of NXT. I'm no longer able to keep this up, Joe. And he says, hold on a second, Regal, please. I can say without a shadow of a doubt, absolutely not. He says, I know you're wary and it's worn on you. In the seven years you've been here, you've scoured the planet, brought the best talent together, including me. You've plucked NXT from obscurity and made it an international phenomenon. He said, to be honest, you have large shoes to fill, so I can't accept, but I will make you this counteroffer. I know I made your life hell while I was here, but I always afforded you respect. With your permission, I'll make sure you receive the respect you deserve from everybody. And Regal says, right across his face. Yeah. It's like maybe a foot away from Cross. Yeah. And he says, if that's something I'm willing to do, number one, you can't be a competitor here. And number two, you cannot lay a hand on anyone. And then he looks at Cross, Regal does, and he says, and because Cross is smiling, and he says, unless provoked. And then Cross's smile just disappears. And Joe says, Mr. Regal, I accept your offer, which leaves one more question to be answered, which is, and he steps up to Cross right in his face and says, they're basically nose to nose. What are you still doing in this ring? Tick tock, young champion. And then Cross leaves and has to go clean his pants out. Yeah, yeah, it will change his undies. It was great. It was awesome. It was great. Uh, well, you keep on going. This grizzled young veteran to promo, Steve. Just go ahead. All right. That was next. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Gibson says. All, I got, yeah, you be Gibson. I can be Drake. Drake only said one sentence. Jumping, Thatcher. We heard what you said at TakeOver. We felt the disrespect. But we are from Liverpool, the working class areas of London. We used well, no, of Liverpool. We're used to people looking down their nose at us, dragging our names in the dirt. The Drake just says, tonight there are no rules and no excuses. You're going to find out why we're... And he was doing the thing where they're like whisper talking, kind of. They had to be quiet because somebody's sleeping in the next room. He says, you're going to find out why we're grizzled young veterans. You're going to get your head kicked in. Yeah. It's good stuff. Uh, First match tonight, Imperium. I could do Imperium. Gibson just fine, Luke Owen. Mike Gibson's great. Wow. 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 <laughs> Next, we had Imperium versus Breezango. Walter's not going to be happy. Uh, Imperium's dominating early. Uh, like, Tyler Breeze, I don't think, got any offense off in this match. No, he no. got annihilated. Yeah, Marcel Bartel looks like he's lost 
uh, uh, like 10 pounds. He looks shredded. shredded. How did that happen like overnight? I mean, it's been a spell, but oh my God, I'm glad you noticed that because he was like, I was like, who's that dude? And he's like, I know. He's jacked. He's shredded. Yeah. It's crazy. He's been putting some work in the gym. I guess so. Anyways, so uh, Fondango was trying his best to keep Breezango in the match. Uh, Tyler Breeze is not having any luck whatsoever. Uh, eventually, though, uh, so uh, Breeze gets tagged in. He immediately gets dropped by Eichner with the clothesline. Mm-hmm. And then Breeze rolls him up to get the win. Mm-hmm. And so uh, immediately, Tyler Breeze is trying to get out of the ring, crawl out. Eichner pulls him back in. Imperium just destroys both him and Fondango. Uh, they hit Breeze with their finish and then get an Imperium banner and place it over. Tyler Breeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had, oh, this is fantastic. I'm trying to catch everything that Regal said, and I think I got it. But so backstage, Cole yeah, it was hard and Kyle O'Reilly are brawling. And I believe Regal said, he said something about an unsanctioned match, but I thought that it was their last match. Okay. Okay. Match. So at the Great American Bash, the only reason I really caught this is because I saw an ad they for it. it later. Yeah. At the Great American Bash, we're going to get you guys get each other one on one in a straight up match. Yeah. Next week, though, they each get to pick their opponent. Yeah. And Cole's like, what are you kidding me? Like, I want to go at this guy right now. I don't want to do that. And yeah. so uh, he goes after uh, uh, O'Reilly. Joe tries to break it up and Cole push shoves Joe, uh, Joe on the way to get into Kyle O'Reilly. And so Joe's like, okay, that was provoked. He takes his jacket off. He goes over there, grabs Cole, chokes him out. He passes out. And he says, when he wakes up, tell him Regal wants his answer as to who his opponent's going to be. We find out yeah. later on who Kyle O'Reilly's opponent's going to yeah. be. Uh, then we got that uh, phone charging vignette mentioned at the top of the show. I guess it could be Tika Knox. I could see how that would be a potential logo in the phone. I just looked at the, the, the thing again. Uh, then we get Santos Escobar promo. He tells uh, Bronson to read what happened at TakeOver was a tragedy. He had the North American title in his hands. He could see his reflection in it. And it was the most beautiful thing he'd see in his life. But Reed had to do it again. Not only did they have to squish him, he had to put him through the wall. No one does that to Santos Escobar. But in doing so, Reed revealed the weakness because that's the only thing Reed could have done to put him down. Says, I'm coming for you. One on one, and I'm, I'm gonna drop you again with the Phantom Driver, and what was once the vision will become a reality. He'll be the next North American champion. Yeah. Uh, then we had uh, in advance of uh, Trey Baxter's debut match against Kushida for the Open Challenge. I like that they're debuting a bunch of cruiserweights this way. It's kind of cool. Um, and then uh, yeah, so they had this uh, little video package where he introduces himself. It's kind of generic stuff, but you know he talks about himself a little bit. And then they had. Trey Baxter's debut match against Kushida. Um, you know, a lot of fun stuff. Really great showcase mm-hmm. for Trey Baxter. In the end, though, he ends up getting tapped out uh, to the hoverboard lock. Yep. But, uh, uh, really about halfway match. through the match, uh, one Kyle O'Reilly comes in. Mm, yeah, watch, that's right. Watches the match from the stage. Conclusion of the match after Baxter and Kushida shake hands. Kyle O'Reilly gets in the ring, steps up to Kushida. And uh, this is one of those deals where they have to talk loud enough to the camera to pick up the audio because they don't have mics. And Kyle says, I'm not here to accept the challenge, uh-huh. but to issue one. Okay. They both want to fight. We, you want to fight the best. I want to fight the yeah, best. Yeah, I do. Yeah. You and me uh-huh. next week. Okay. I hear, Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Why are we yelling right now? I, I'm, so I'm the cool camera with can that. Pick up so that we don't have to use microphones. Get, doesn't, don't people understand that like body language is good enough? Like We could just talk normal? No, we got to spell it out for them. People still all understand us. Uh-uh. Why are you in the cruiserweight scene? You were just fighting for the title. No, I'm not trying to get cruiserweight title. I said I'm not accepting your challenge. I'm issuing one. I just want to fight you because you're good. What cha- well, challenge is I'm the cruiserweight champion, though. Don't you want this? No, I don't care about that. <laughs> no, I don't care about that. <laughs> After that, we had a Frankie Monet interview. She announced next week will be the encore performance of her world premiere, which is a great way of just calling in another match. Yeah. Um, then she sees uh, the uh, Jesse Kamea and Aaliyah from Robert Stone brand, but no Robert Stone yet. She goes over there, says, man, I think you had your match a takeover in the pre-show one until Robert Stone got involved. And Robert Stone comes wandering in. He, she's like, oh, hi, Rob. 
I was just telling them they, they had it won. They should have listened to you. So they're all like basically clowning him behind his back, which is mm-hmm. kind of messed up. He's got a great head of hair on him, that Robert Stone. He does. He has a what. fantastic head of hair. <laughs> Wish I had hair that good. Right? Everybody should want hair that good. Yeah, I know. Uh, next, we had a Mercedes Martinez promo. She talks about feeling the wrath, the TN shot, takeover. But she says she's the wrong person to mess with. She's not going anywhere. She calls out Boa, says he'll feel the steal again, tells uh, Zia Lee, they're one and one. Uh, she says next time Mei Ying won't have time to get up for chair because uh, Mercedes is going to knock her out of it. Mm, yeah. Uh, after that, we had this was so great. It was the million dollar championship coronation, and uh, so uh, DiBiase comes out first. He says, "This past Sunday, we found the man who can carry the legacy of the million dollar man. The let's look at him." And so they get like a really cool LA Knight package that runs. Uh, it shows L.A. Knight driving up uh, out in the parking lot up mm-hmm. in his fancy car. Was that a, 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 a Ferrari? No, it was just a Corvette. Was that a Corvette? All right. Yeah. He comes out. He cuts this great super baby face, very sincere promo. It's in a shoot voice. He starts saying, oh, let me tell you. It's a... You know what? Actually, Ted, hold on a second. Okay, hold on, everybody. Wait a second. I want to talk to you. Ted, mm-hmm. or may I call you Theodore? Yeah, <laughs> he says. He says, you know, it's rare you get to meet your hero. Yeah, or share the ring with him. But to make it to that place where your hero says you could be the guy to yeah carry on my legacy, I don't know how to feel right now. Oh, I feel like an incel. He's all. He's like, I'm all banged up, but it's a hundred percent worth it. I loved Ted DiBiase as a kid. I had all your action figures. Yeah, I said I used to watch wrestling with my dad. And this moment means everything to me. It's the biggest moment in my career. And I'd be honored if the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, put the title on me. Ted DiBiase really looks touched here. He's like, all right. So they get the title. And uh, he drapes it over his shoulder because who knows if you could even wear this thing. Drapes it over his shoulder. And, Ted, and, and, and they have like some really cheesy pyro that goes off. And they both do their ha-ha-ha laughing like yeah, in yeah. tandem. And then, uh, you know, you know it's coming. You, know, you totally see it coming. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? He was like, now I have everything that I want. And now that I have everything I want, it's time to drop what I don't need. And then he fucking lays out Ted DiBiase, who just bumps like a champ. He wrecks the set, takes off his jacket, starts kicking the crap out of Ted DiBiase. And then Cameron Grimes runs down to make the save, lays out Knight, sends him running. He takes his title and runs away. And uh, he goes, checks on DiBiase. And I'm st- looking there, staring at DiBiase. I'm like, don't start clutching your chest because that's terrifying if you do that. Like, I don't want to see that happen. But yeah, he no. was fine. Like, you know, he was fine. So it was all good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Good segment. Man. Good segment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at me now. Yeah. After that, we had Dakota Kai, Raquel interview. Uh, Raquel says, Ember learned the hard way at TakeOver. Says, Indy and Candice better hold on to those tag titles real tight because they've got unfinished business with them. And Dakota Kai says, tonight they take care of Casey and uh, and Carter. Then it's on becoming two-time champions. Two-time. Before uh, that match happens, though, we see uh, Regal and Joe mm-hmm. keeping Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez away from Shotzi and Ember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Just still sheer pandemonium going on backstage. Yeah, yeah, but you know. Uh, after that, we had that match, Casey and Caden versus Raquel and Dakota Kai. Um, and yeah, I mean, this sort of plays out like normal Kai sort of gets wrecked. They had some cooler, like tandem moves where Raquel would like throw Kai into like a stomp on one of the opponents. Um, but yeah, by and large, Dakota Kai was getting wrecked while Raquel just dominates everything, wrecking people on the outside. Uh, Casey Canzaro and Caden Carter had some more fun sort of creative offense that I hadn't seen before. That was really neat. You know, I thought this match, there was a little more, a little more parody in terms of, uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel's dominance levels oh you thought I mean, so raquel, was it earlier I on because so. like i was sort of more paying attention towards the back early on there yeah. was but raquel was was, was uh, several instances it was only really till the end where she's like all right i'm i'm done i'm gonna overpower everybody mm-hmm, yeah but she there are several instances where casey and, and caden were doing some some real fast mm-hmm. uh, double team moves where raquel really had no no answer for it yeah i really want to see they need to elevate casey and caden up to the title scene at some point because they're really, really surprised they haven't yeah been. Uh, so, anyways, Casey hits a four fifty on Dakota Kai for, uh, uh, but Raquel pulls off the pulls her off when she goes for the pin. 
Uh, Raquel just destroys both of them on the outside, but Casey gets back up. Dakota Kai is able to recover at that point to hit the GTK and get the pin for the win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get quick Ever-Rise video. They're watching uh, on an iPad video of Hit Row messing up their house on the TakeOver pre- pre-show. And then they say, uh, does Hit Row think they could just lay out their house and that's that? No, we're rebuilding. And they've rebuilt their house. Yeah, they did a really terrible job doing that too. I'm almost positive that's the exact same playhouse we got Bama. Like oh, I, really? I looked at the the hit rose bit and I was like, that looks like the exact same thing. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was great. There's a little funny. doorbell and everything. She she's played in it like once, dude. Like we didn't buy it, like our her, her grandma bought it. My mother in law bought it, and she Lacey spent because you know I'm sitting there trying to do it. She's like, here, let me do that. She enjoys putting that shit together. I really don't. And yeah. so I was like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And, uh, and so, you know, Bama played it, I think, that day. And then ever since then, it's just been sitting up there. I mean, it's been yeah, really hot outside and everything, but we have, like, a good, like, we even got, like, a little canopy thing over it. So it, like, cools down a little bit. Well, if you want to feel any better, we, have, we too, have a playhouse in our backyard. Barely gets used. <laughs> I know. That's, like, a legit out. Like, your wife put that thing, like, built that thing like it was the 1800s. Very impressive mm-hmm. work of uh, carpentry there. Yeah, but uh, really confused. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not alone. <laughs> I'm just glad we didn't get like the big because we were thinking of getting like a big old play structure back there. It's like a twelve hundred dollar play structure, and I was like, she, she's not going to play it. She's she's going to do it once, and that's it. Anyways, uh, so yeah. after that, we had uh, yeah a little promo again for Great American Bash. That's back July seventh. Um, then we had an EO Shirai promo. Says I'm back. Talks a little bit more about being back. Candice interrupts, says, now I'm no longer an uncrowned champion. Back of the line for you. You picked the wrong time to screw with me. Indy attacks EO from behind. EO is able to fend them off a little bit. Hits a 619 on Indy. Candice then grabs her uh, before she's able to do more. Indy boots her to the floor. Uh, They start clearing off the table, and Candice tells Indy, hey, elbow drop. And before she's able to do that, she goes up top, but Zoe Stark comes out for the save and helps run them off. So evidently, sadly, it's not going to be Saray and Io Shirai. But Zoe Stark is like a hell of an. She's uh, a really good wrestler. Yeah, she's, she's a really good wrestler. She just needs to update uh, her gear. It's just so indie yeah. wrestler gear. But she's yeah. terrific. I mean, you know, it's kind of the same thing with Swerve for a while. He had like super. That's indie totally gear, true. Then, yeah, sometimes it takes a while. Week, week, week by week, month after month, upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Now his gear looks great. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a raid here from Cultaholic. What's Thank up? Thank you. Thank you, Cultaholic. Thank you, thank you. I think I saw it was a uh, uh, good sir Jack uh, playing some uh, some uh, football of some sort. Ah, the pitch manager maybe it was like football yes. manager or something. Football like manager that, that sounds right. That Does sounds that like sound right? Thing. That sound like a thing? That sounds like a thing. That's that a, a thing, thing? I believe. Uh, so after the that the the EO Shrai promo, this was an interesting bit. So uh, Mackenzie Mitchell is trying to get an interview from. Regal and Joe. Joe's about to answer, and then there's a really awkward cut uh, to Champa, Champa, and Thatcher walking past MSK. MSK's eating some popcorn. Well, it's funny because it was the dissolve. Like they're leaving, and then it like dissolves to like something. It's like, oh, what, what, wh- who's directing? This is like a, a rare production error from NXT. It's live TV. What are you going to do? Exactly. These things happen. So uh, at first, Champa and Thatcher walk past. Thatcher comes back in, snatches popcorn out of the hands of Nash Carter. Eats a handful and walks off. Somebody, I, I was cracking up because I still think that Thatcher is the NXT version of you. And somebody on on Twitter, forget who, said the, that's it said in reference to him eating popcorn. Said this is funny because the only thing I've ever seen Thatcher eat is a bag of spinach. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that reminds me of Larson from those skits. I still have all my teeth though. For now, <laughs> yeah. For now, uh, we get a quick. Uh, Diamond Mine vignette. It opens next week. Finally uh, find out what that's all about. So, I mean, is this going to be like just some cheesy school thing? I don't know. Like, it opens next week. It's like a gym. People are going to be going to this gym. I don't know. What's I don't know what's going on with this. I don't know what's going on. underground all over again. Uh, then we finally get that Regal and Joe interview. Now they're in Regal's office, I think. Uh, and Regal says, hey, uh, we st- the night started off. He's interrupted by... John Gargano and Austin Theory, they're chanting Joe, 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 
So Johnny's going on about what a great idea it was to bring Joe in. He's exactly what NXT needs. This place was out of control. I, he says, I broke a pencil the other week, and Regal got so upset. But now that Joe is here, here, it's so good. Joe tells John to get out. John just says, okay, this is great. And he turns around and walks away. <laughs> Austin Theory still doing his diesel impression. The diesel thing. No, that was one night. That was a one-night deal, man. Come on. That was great. And then uh, Pete Dunn walks in, and he and Joe just have a stare. They just look at each other. Trying to trying to like a couple of dogs start sniffing each other's buttholes. Or trying to are standing there trying not to laugh while look, looking right. Up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's just it's just it's just a whole parade of dream matches for Joe. You it know? really is. It really is. I mean, God, Which I'm Dunn happy Joe's there Peach. in that role. But that's that's like the downside to it. It's like, and obviously Joe's health is first and foremost. You know, we we, we certainly don't want him to rush back to get in the ring just for our enjoyment. You know, right? Like we want Joe to be happy and healthy. Yeah. Um, uh, that's like the only downside I see this whole thing is like every time he has interaction with anybody in NXT, like, man, it'd be great to see them wrestle. Yeah, isn't that the, that's the knock anywhere though? Because it's not like his health would improve just by going to AEW. I mean, I know they've got what's his face there, that doctor will clear anything, but like, <laughs> that's totally a joke. I just, I'll never, I'll never let that Matt, Matt Hardy thing go. I'll never that let that thing continued. go. Um, uh, I'm sure he's fine. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I I would imagine, I would suspect, I would simply just suspect that if it was a thing where he was like not WWE cleared, but he was other places cleared, he probably would go to other places, maybe. maybe. But you know, he's maybe. also kind of old. It's like you don't want to mess with your health at that point. Nope. Um, so I totally feel you, but that would be the, pl- that would be the thing anywhere, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. But now that he's in NXT and it's like, it's going to be in our face every week. It's like extra, right? Cause it's like, there do see there, it does seem to be a lot more dream match matchups there. You know, I mean, I guess maybe it's, it's that way everywhere. Like he goes to new Japan. Oh, it he's would got be, the but now that he's roster. there, instead of some kind of nebulous idea of, wow, this would be like every week. Inter- uh, uh, encounter would be a dream match scenario. Now it's going to play out live yeah, on TV. Every yeah, week. right. Yeah. Instead of just being some ideas, they are manifest that we can see it. You know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I mean, it's kind of like when Austin was, uh, you know, when he would do like the video game thing with CM Punk. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Why can't they just do that? And now we get that every week. Mm-hmm, yeah. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We get our main event next, tornado tag match between uh, Champa and Thatcher and Grizzled Young Veterans. Kind of bummed out Grizzled Young Veterans lost this. Dude, I'm just, I, I you know, when I watched this, I was like, I just know that that's what they are. You know, they're just going to be the guys that I love so much that are just never going to win. I mean, maybe, maybe. Okay, let's fast forward. Champa and Thatcher are going to challenge MSK. Who wins that match, Larson? MSK. Where does Thatcher and Champa go from there? Don't they have to win the titles at some point? No, they they fight each other again. Here's what you do. <laughs> Here's what you do. Yes, Thatcher and Champa win the titles. And then MSK takes on Imperium for six months. Because they're like, hey, you guys are like a step above Breezango. You're just a comedy act. You don't need titles for that. I kind of feel like MSK is 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 not necessarily a comedy act. I agree with that, but I could see Imperium. Are, their entire thing is the maddest sacred. Do you, does MSK look like they take anything seriously? Not really. I mean, when, when they're in the ring, they take their, their wrestling seriously. Once the match is over, then no, they don't take anything seriously. Right, exactly. That's my point. They're, 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 they're not clowns. To the so MSK enjoys is, are fun-loving. Right. Love fun. Yeah. Imperium, they don't like fun. They, they hate fun. fun. They have no desire to have fun whatsoever. I've never seen any of those guys crack a smile. You know what Imperium needs to do? They need to they need to sit with a, a, a margarita and take in some uh, tracks from the Easy Rock collection. Is Margaritaville on there? 
I don't know. I don't remember, but there's a hundred more than a hundred tracks on here. When you so. said Rupert Holmes is on there, it's not. It's not the Pina Colada song. It's not the Pina Colada song. Oh, sorry, sorry. He has two tracks. One is Escape oh. the Pina Colada song. My apologies. What's I just the, other the other one? one uh, it's called Him. Hymns for Hymns.com? No, no, Him. If you like Pina, Him. I, I don't know what that song is. I'm. I probably oh, Captain and Tennille on here. Yeah, that sounds right. Ooh, that's a good song. How many Exile. songs kiss you are all over? I want to kiss you all over. Song. That's pretty. That's a pretty intense song for easy listening. Like, it's, it's a very ambitious song. I want to kiss it's you very all passionate. over. Um, I don't see it. Margaritaville's on here. I don't see it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, Jorge says MSK takes weed seriously. Mm-hmm. But that's not the mat. Uh, I don't see Margaritaville here off, offhand. Which is fine by me because I'm tired of that song. Maggie says I'm going to get a lot of uh, hate comments on YouTube for my uh, AW uh, comment about that. What's the name? Doc Samson? Yeah. Isn't it weird? The that's theme like, from Greatest American Heroes on here. That's the greatest TV theme song of all time. I know it's fashionable to say it's Golden Girls, but it's the Greatest American Hero. Oh. This is a good. This is a good match. Did we talk about this match? No, we just talked about who won. I'm I'm busy looking around at these tracks. Go ahead and get started. I'll so uh, the have. finish saw Champa drop Gibson on the commentary table, but not through <laughs> the commentary table with an air raid crash, and then both Champa and Thatcher uh, make J- uh, James Drake tap out as they lock in various submissions on him. And then after this match, we got Regal and Joe finally leaving. The, like that they weren't they were leaving at first and then they were like oh crap we've got this match uh and then uh they they got an interview and uh they're like uh, what's her face mckenzie or yeah mckenzie, mckenzie yeah says uh so what do you think about night one of samoa joe's uh enforcer night thing and regal says i think things going to be very different around here and joe says night one of many and then they drive off together in a in a in a like a SUV. The SUV, is yeah, sure. yeah. They're friends. They're friends now. They're gonna go. What do you think they did afterwards? A steak meal, a beer. What do you yeah. think they did? Yeah, steak steak meal sounds yeah. right. Yeah, have a steak meal. Who's in Orlando? Becky isn't uh, Rebecca in Orlando? I believe Bex? in the area. Yeah. Where? What? What steak meal are they gonna go? Where are they gonna go? Yeah, well, is there a place that's close to CWC they can go enjoy a, a steak meal? And then that. Uh, that miserable crowd there at the CWC, they all have to get on buses. Apparently I was getting the lowdown from Bex on that one too. Cause she's been there. And apparently like that crowd might, it might be, there might be sort of a lame crowd because they have to go through a lot to get there. There's no parking there. So they have them like take shuttles in or something like that. But then Karen told me that it was like really cold in the, in the CWC, hmm. which I thought would be awesome. Like I prefer cold cause you got all those bodies stacked next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Mayor Pete says they're sharing a blooming onion at Outback. <laughs> a blooming onion. Uh, <laughs> I haven't had a blooming onion in a long time. Oh man. Uh, we got we got a sub here from the Mayor Pete. Thirteen months. Thank you, Mayor Pete. Thank you, Mayor Pete. And then Maggie gifted a sub to Peaceful Boy Seventeen. Oh, Thank you so nice. much, Maggie. That's so nice. Bunch of nice people. Uh, Organ Grinders got a question. Yeah. Do you think the promotions will crank it to eleven? In terms of making fans mark out once crowds are back, is it possible they have had big surprises they've been saving all through pandemic? Well, yeah. Possible. That's what we talked about during uh, the news brief portion of this. Is that they're going to, you know, they're going to have big, big things happen. Name one big thing that's unexpected. So we kind of expect the return of Cena, Becky, maybe Even Brock. Brock. Even Brock at this point. If Brock came back, it would be surprised. Give me one that's not expected. Sid, Sid returning. It'd be unexpected, right? How about this? Sid shows up in NXT. He's like, he's like, hey, hey, Cross, Cross, you're a big man like me. But I also noticed that last week you shit your pants when you heard Samoa Joe's music. I've done that before. Listen, young fella, I shit my pants too. In the main event of WrestleMania. With the the Undertaker. And I had a good career after that. You too could have a good career. Just shitting your pants you on camera is not the end. <laughs> <laughs> the CM Punk kid left turned the middle of the ring. The ref touched it. Just whatever you do, don't come off the second rope on one leg. 
because then that uh, leg is going to disappear. <laughs> Nick Kyle, who would win in a race between LA Knight's Corvette Baron Corbin's yellow Ferrari? Which racetrack would you sell this? It'd be a straightaway. It'd be one of the, one of the, the GTA tracks straightaway. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait till Friday. I'm looking forward to that new uh, straightaway. That's going to be so much fun. Uh, let's see here. Anthony R. Do you see Triple H possibly fixing and cleaning up some of the main roster messes in regards to his NXT talent either being released or misused? I think it can only do so much. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get so cool Samoa Joe now, but I don't really know how, like, what maybe he can try to bring back Aleister Black. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He can't be happy know. about that one. If he's not happy about Joe, he can't be happy about Aleister Black. Jorge D. In next week's episode of NXT, they start with the opening of the Diamond Mine. They announce that the owners will open the Diamond Mine themselves, and here they are. To everyone's shock, the owners are going in Raw's own. Stephen Larson, mm-hmm. explain to us what is the Diamond Mine and who is in it. It's a Ponzi scheme. It's like a you know, it's like um, Amway, right? Where like, hey, we empower you, you know, and it's just like you enlist five people to sell whatever our bunk product is. It's like a it's like a diamond it's like a fake diamond making thing. Uh, pardon me? Like a fake diamond making thing. Okay. Yeah. So you've ended something that simulates like thousands, if not millions, of years of pressure on a piece of carbon to make a diamond. It's like a three D printer, but for diamonds. That you can do at home. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Transparent aluminum is what it is. <laughs> Hello, All right. computer. Uh, Diamond Mine. That's our that's our pawn shop in the Greater Orlando area. Yeah, yeah. This is worth uh, three hundred bucks. I'll give you uh, five dollars. I'll give you fifteen dollars for it. Yeah, that's good. Do you want to sell it? Or do you want to pawn it? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I like the Ponzi scheme better. Uh, oh wow, what a great idea! Jonathan just blew my mind. He says Diamond Mine is the WWE multiverse. He's been he's that's been where the Marvel stuff kicks off. Yeah, he's been watching Loki. Uh, let's see here. Um, so a lot of these questions, I mean, speed around these, David Matushek says, how would you rate Smojo's performances in Forcer first day? High, high est. Very high. Uh, Jason. S tier, S tier is top tier, right? S tier for sure. Legendary. Uh, he says power rank who you want to see Joe fight first. All everyone, them, everybody, everyone, everybody, everyone. 10 night man. by night yeah. says. How much time do you have left? Do you got to address your auction situation over there? Oh, I was just speed around them because like there are things that we've kind of addressed, but I don't want to ignore the. I patron. assume that's the case. I was just just out of. I've got twenty five minutes, so All we're right, good. Very well, we're good. Night by night, while at a buffet style restaurant with a large group of people, you notice one of your friends sneezed directly into the lettuce bin at the salad bar. You had originally intended to get some salad, so you're a bit frustrated to say the least. What NXT superstar do you ask to sneeze on your friend's salad in order to teach him a lesson? That's horrible. Oh, I would not be that person's friend anymore. Which one of my friends did that? That's terrible. Wouldn't be me. I mean, I gave you COVID, so if anybody be me, but I there's a line I you know, I'm not gonna joke about that stuff. It's disgusting. Number that's one, right. I ain't going to Osal, but I'm not I know we're going to Vegas in August. I will be very hesitant. Well, it depends on the buffet, what they got. If it's all no. glass. Yeah. <laughs> Still no, uh, I don't I'm want. Still, I'm still very picky and choosy about uh, what things I'm going to do, even though I'm vaccinated and whatnot. Yeah, dude, I'm not I just going to dive in the deep end of the pool. Right? Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm Vegas. Not, I'm starting in the shallow end. I'm not as worried as you are, but still, buffets. Uh, let's see here. Moses opposes. Who do you want to see answer Kushida's open challenge? He says he'd love to see Nathan Frazier. I agree. That'd be great. Daniel Bryan's my answer, though. Ilya. Uh, Organ grinder. Uh, where do you think they're going with Joe? Are they grooming him to eventually become general manager, or will it be a Deville Pierce scenario? I think I think this is one of those things where they're just they, he's there as enforcer, and they're going to see where it goes. I don't think they have any plans beyond that. They'll probably see if he gets to wrestle, but I don't know. Uh, White Brownie says uh, WB filed new trademarks for Josh Briggs, Andre Chase, Nikita, Brutus Creed, Julius Creed. Could this be the diamond mine? Nikita? Yeah. Could Andre Chase, they're Josh not gonna, They're Briggs. not going to rename Ilya, are they? No. 
Don't act like that's a certainty. I, I, they wouldn't rename him going from NXT UK to NXT. They wouldn't do that. Well, for to NXT, no, you're right. Main roster. This is the question though. is that's something else entirely, but that's not the nature of the question. Right. Nature of the question is these names, the names in Diamond Pond. That's the question. Yeah, Bru- I get the Brutus. What's that? Brutus. Brutus Creed. Brutus Creed. That's a good name. Brutus and Julius Creed. Julius. Julia. Julia. Are they already teasing a, a turn there between Brutus and Julius Creed? <laughs> <laughs> Can we start fantasy booking? Can we do a video fantasy booking Brutus and Julius? <laughs> oh, man, that's great. That's great. At two Brute Creed. Yep. <laughs> There's a hey, look at that. They, maybe they do have some. Well, yeah, maybe they do have some. Shakespeare. This is NXT. They this got is some NXT, Shakespearean so. stories going on. That's great. Yeah, this is NXT, though. We've seen that before. Organo Ciampa. You could say that was Shakespearean. I guess you could if you wanted to. Brutus and Julius. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a joke. joke <laughs> e Dub says Diamond is like Jeff Jarrett Global Force Cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Patrick Olivas, this is so no Spearmint Rhino in Vegas. Nah, man. No. I'm bringing the wife. Uh, let's see here. Wandering man of thirst with sub nine months, nine months. Wandering sub. baby of thirst. Luis, oh, question. Sorry, go ahead. Luis asks, uh, "What surprise name would you love to see in NXT?" He says, "For him, it's got to be Jay Lethal. It's got to be Sid." Uh, for me, it would be. It would be. Uh, it would be Glenn Jacobs as Fake Diesel. He comes and starts a feud with Austin Theory. He says, there's only one good. fake diesel. Good. That's good. And they feud. Uh, Peaceful Boy 17, if anyone in NXT could make a theme song for the next TakeOver, who could they be? So this is, must be someone in NXT currently. It's got to be Hit Row. Hit Row, of course. If Hit Row make a, a TakeOver theme. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Anyways, I got some comics to win on eBay, so we're going to cut it uh, at that point. Thanks, everybody. Ooh, now it's down to uh, 20 minutes. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, Tonight, no NXT Dynamite. Booyah. (laughs) No NXT Dynamite. (laughs) There. Yeah, no AEW Dynamite. Steve's already like, new rumor. His mind is completely and thoroughly on these comics he's trying to win. This is a very important thing, man. If I get all three of these lots... Holy crap, I could turn these comics back, uh, comics around. My new comic book, Ponzi Scheme, very excited about it. My own comic mind, it's very exciting. Anyways, uh, thanks everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well... Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.